live from, well, my bedroom. This is episode two of the football feature with me. you got to say your name now. Oh, right, yeah. I'm Peter. I'm Pete. Right, okay, great start already. Um, this is episode two. Sorry for the delay. Um, it was meant to be out on the Sunday or the Saturday. Uh, however, coming to a few little mishaps. We'll go on to that in a minute. So, we're going to lay out the podcast a bit differently this week. You know, you, you learn as you go on. So... Let's start with asking how the week's been. Pete, shoot, how's your week been? Um, not so great. I've kind of dissipated my ankle, but uh, apart from that, it's all good. Yeah, I mean, he, he's limped in. Um, we're really sympathetic. We're not making fun of him. We're, you no, know, no, not at all. Terrible travesty. And so, I mean, yeah. he looks a bit like Jimmy from South Park, don't you? Pretty much, but, you know, it's kind what, of the way what, it is. What, what can you do, hey? What can you do? What can you do? My week, though. Yeah, how's it been? It's been alright, because... um. As you can see, if you look across the room, uh, I've ordered some shells uh, for my, my Skybox, PlayStation, whatever. Yep. They came a couple of days ago, and um, me and that friend we always mentioned, Liam, uh, on the podcast, he, um, he came around that night and uh, set him up with me, basically. I mean, I'm not going to say it was a smooth operation, never is with Liam. If you knew Liam like we do, it's never just, you know, comes around, does a thing. He comes around, he makes fun of you, and does a thing. So, yeah, he came round. I mean, to be fair, he's good at DIY, so I was happy he did come round. Yep. He came round, he did that, we watched a movie, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know that I posted a tweet about this the other night. Like, I got OCD, I swear, but... It looks, looks alright, doesn't it, the shelves, but... Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Wires. There's wires everywhere, and I can't stand them. There's only a few. Well, there's still wires, aren't there? There's a couple. And, but... and the, um... And I mean, I mean, I think you don't know if you if you did have a skybox, but on the back of a skybox, you got like aerial cables and stuff that go in. They were already loose on the skybox, and they're a bitch to get in. But they're in. But now it's in the telephone that line's not connected to it, and I've just literally at this point given up. So yeah, I can see your predicament. So we start out. It started out as a good thing, didn't it? When you asked me all week, because I sounded dead happy. Yep. But it's been up and down week. Besides that, though, it's been okay because. I've been eating food all week. We had a KFC yesterday. It was great. Ooh, the re- um, I don't know. Oh, yeah, um, we shared, like, a boneless feast thing. It was, like... It, well, oh, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's meant to be, like, seven quid each, but Liam had, like, um, a five-pound nothing, and, uh, yeah, we got that. Cool. So I'm happy with that. Mm. And the revenant... Uh, the revenating? No, the... What's the word called? Um, it's renovating, isn't it? Yeah, the renovating, the yeah. local KFC that we go to. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but they're doing it while I'm on holiday. Awesome. So that'll be good. So we'll be able to get somewhere else then for your meals. I know. I'm looking forward to that, you know. Football feature will not stop while I'm on holiday, though. We've okay. got this technology thing called Skype, and we will use that to do football feature. Yeah. But for now, that's enough about us and our week. I mean, you got to hear us for at least another 55 minutes. I don't even know how long that segment was, but okay. Yep. <laughs> let's get on to some get football. football stuff. Right, let's talk about the main gospel of the week, shall we, Pete? Let's do it. Okay, so number one, Louis van Gaal being sacked and Jose Verminiol... That was great replacing him. Pete, go on, go for it. What do you think? Well, obviously, this is the main story at the moment. Van Gaal being sacked. Um, there was a lot of talk whether he would or wouldn't go. See out his contract in the final year. But, yeah, it looks like he's gone. Um, First initial thoughts. I mean, there's, obviously, there's a lot of comments saying it's a bit unfair the way he left. Mm. How? Well, to be honest, I'd say it's a bit of a surprise because you would have expected him to go around Christmas time if he was going to leave. Um, I can see, I can guess I can see why he sort of... Wait, it's been the season to get rid of him, but just after an FA Cup win is a bit, bit of a surprise I mean, to me. That was all, to but. be honest, I don't think, I think, 
Yeah, like, I think what Mourinho did was he waited to see how the season would end first before he decided whether he'd join Man United or not. Yeah. Now, I can't contradict myself there because you'd say, okay, well, if he did that, surely he wouldn't join because they didn't get into Champions League in the end. No. But I still think what happened with the Man United board, they weren't bothered about it being mid-season, like City, City season fell apart when they announced Pep mid-season. And yeah. people are saying, oh, they didn't want to do that with Man United, so they didn't. I don't think that's what they did. I literally think... They waited for Jose Romino to say, yeah, 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 you know, I'll do the job. And they, I think they just did it as soon as he said, yeah, and he just happened to say, yeah, on right. the final game of their season. So you're saying that he wasn't ready around Christmas time? No, I don't think, I think he was undecided whether he'd join Christmas or not. Right. I think that's way too early for him to say he was ready to join. But, you know, no one's going to really know the circumstances in which he joined. I not know. But at the end of the day, I mean, to the man himself... It, he, apparently he's been after the United job for a few years and he's really happy to get so that. So I've heard as well. He's always been after two jobs up in heard. Man United and Barcelona. Yeah. They're the two that he's really wanted. Um, I'm sure he's getting paid a pretty, pretty penny to do I it. You know. imagine, yeah. I mean, but, obviously the, there's reports rampant saying he's been given oh, 200 million to spend. Yeah, I've to read get, articles, yeah. 250 million. But the difference is but, with his war chest, if you will, and Van Gogh's is that he knows how to spend his money. Mango, yeah. I'm not saying Mango doesn't know how to spend money. People might argue. I mean, at the end of the day, he did bring in Anthony Martial, who did, people yes. criticised at first, yeah. but it was a, it turned out to be but a good it's one. It's kind of controversial whether the price was good for what he paid, but... Well, is it justified? It is, it, I reckon it will be justified yeah. as time goes on. But no, I mean, Mourinho's a very different manager, as we all know, but yeah. in terms of what he'll spend the money on he's given... It's going to be hard because he hasn't got Champions League football. No. But the type, the type of person and the the yeah. big character, larger than life that he is, that will attract. He'll have the pulling power more. Well, he'll be more effective in the transfer market than Louis Van Gaal. Oh yeah, definitely. All right then. So that's that. Um, number two biggest story of the week. This reported in the last twenty four hours or so from various reliable sources like the Daily Mirror, whatever. Slatan mm. um, Ibrahimovic saying that he's made his choice but remains coy on a transfer to Manchester United, mm. and. Reports following that claims if he was to Man United, he won over two hundred thousand a week. Right, and we're, you know we're going into Rooney numbers there, and that's ridiculous. Yes. What are your thoughts? Yeah, what well, are your but... thoughts then on Slatan? And I mean, he says he's made his decision. Well, first, mean, first of all, I'll ask you, what do you think his decision is? I think he will join Man United. At first, I would say no, but from what I've read and what I've heard, well, it does look ever, ever more likely he will join. Man United. I mean, it says. He's made his choice, but remains coy on a transfer to Man United, suggesting that he's made a decision on another club, yeah. but he's still open to Man United. Mm-hmm. I think, personally, he wants to join Man United, but it's apparent here he's already made a decision on another club. So, mm-hmm. what, what I was asking you was, what club do you think that is he's decided to join? Right, okay. Or, um, not officially, but, you know, he said, oh, I'd like to join, you kind of thing. Well, I'd like to think that he thinks he's got another year in him at top-level football. Um, yeah. So, whether that means Serie A or... I personally think... He said to Milan, right, I'm going to rejoin you. However, as a publicity kind of thing, he's gone out to the press and said, right, you know, I'm not saying who, but I've agreed, yeah. to, I've agreed to join someone. It is However, I would like to join Man United. Well, not yeah. saying I like, because he, he doesn't want to sound desperate, because that's no. Slatan. So he's gone, oh, but you know, I could join Man United. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, the Mourinho's relationship with him especially, mm. Zlatan doesn't necessarily need football, the Champions League football, sorry, to feel like the best person in the world. No. However... He's only got a few good years left in him, so you've got to bear in mind, if he's joining a club that aren't in the Champions League, he hasn't got a chance to win the Champions League, obviously. Exactly, it's a massive risk. So, and that, that, that's another reason you could argue you wouldn't join Man United. Yeah, because if he's well, got that's, league, that's what I meant. I mean, yeah. it's the same for Milan as well. I mean, although Milan are a massive favourite to get him because obviously the history with them, yeah. they haven't got Champions League football either. No. So you'd think, would he go to Champions League football side? 
I don't think he. I, I think he will have ended at Man United, but and and you know the tipping factor as to why he joined Man United, in my opinion, is Mourinho. Yeah. Because they they've got a really good relationship on and off the pitch. So I can. I, I yeah. I'm gonna call it. I think he joined Man United, and I think it will be over two hundred thousand a week. He's, he owes, he does deserve it to be honest. Dude. No, he doesn't though, does he? The thing it's, about the thing about Zlatan is. Mm. He has to be the vocal point of any squad that he joins. Yeah. And I know it's not a bad thing saying so he has to be the vocal point of Man United, but I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if that could work. Because what about Wayne Rooney for starters? Well, obviously. Do, do you think they will clash? I mean, I know Rooney now plays as a, as a deeper role in the team. Yeah. So can you see him as being that? I can't number, see Rooney num- be the main man. Yeah. The I mean, can you see him being the number ten to Zlatan? The, the the you know the the man throwing that you know providing those passes and those through balls to Slatan. Can you see him working well with him or can you just see him being ever so closely edged towards a door at Old Trafford? Oh, it's hard to say. I mean, Rooney is a team player so I reckon he could team up with Slatan well. But again, uh, it's hard to say. I mean, Rooney's getting on a bit as well. He's still he's still a good player but I mean, could a transfer maybe be in order for him or... I th- I think a new change of scenery would do Rooney a world of good because he is a good player. He's, yeah. a, he's adapted. I mean... Say what you will about Van Gaal, but mm. he's adapted really well to that role Van Gaal gave him, the the deeper midfielder role. Yeah. I think he's done really well there, and mm. I, I don't I know. I will see him working with Slatan. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that's a, have to be the main man in the yeah. team. To I mean, that's po- that's a point from the first breaking news of the week. We didn't really talk much about uh, Van Gaal being a bad manager because obviously Liam, our friend, <laughs> hates Van Gaal. Yes, he's <laughs> he's no, I don't know, he's he's not a bad he's, manager. Yeah, he's not terrible. But he's not world class either, so. It's just it's a loss to the Premier League. He's so funny as well. Yeah, I know. Oh, what a what a guy. Anyway, mm. let's go on to number three. Pete's favourite bit of news of the week. Pete, oh, yes. do you want to talk about it? Go. I sure do. Rafa Benitez has agreed a three-year contract to stay on at relegated Newcastle. Okay. And personally, I am absolutely over the moon with this. Mm. This is incredible. Mm. Uh, well, there's a lot of talk saying that. He would go at the end of the season because he had a, a, a <clears throat> get-out clause in the contract if they were relegated. Um, and to be honest, it's come as a massive, massive shock to me. Well, I think I think it's a, it's a testimony to the man's character, isn't it? Yeah. And like, it just shows that he really, when he took Newcastle job, he didn't take it for the dollar. No. He took it because he really brought into the fan base. It, yeah. it, it, he saw an opportunity it, it, to rebuild. Yeah, it reminds you of like Liverpool as well because the fan base they have at Liverpool is so big and so loyal. Yeah. It's the same at Newcastle. Mm. And hats off to him, you know. Uh, top job. I think, you know, I think he. I think it's he the can, best thing we need. You can got. only do wonders yeah. at Newcastle next season. Mm. I mean, he's defensively solid. He's yeah, I mean, it's it's perfect. It's good ones. news for you. There's, there's not really much more to say, but it's look. I mean, although you're a relegated side, it's looking the best it's looked in years. Exactly. It'd just be that's very ha- interesting. That's to how see big what he this deal do. is. I mean, it, it's not only that. It's the it's the top player he can attract. I know it's the championship, but it's the fact that someone like Benitez has took that. Step I mean, down yeah. I mean, to... I think the fact that he can manage any top club, Benitez. Yep. I mean, Seriously, there was, there was the Everton job seems like that, and you could have easily took them, but no, it's great. I just think it's good. It is incredible. Anyway, yeah. uh, number four, big news of the week. So we go from Pete's Ferry Club to mine. We have made our first deal of the transfer window for a player's name. I'm always going to struggle to pronounce. Yep. So I just call him Big Granite. Big Granite. <laughs> I call him Big Granite. Um, no, but seriously though, he's um. You know, it's been monitored for a good two to three years by Arsenal now, which is so typical of us when buying a player of that calibre. Mm. Uh, played for Borussia Mönchengladbach, if I'm correct. Um, had 
it is, isn't it? That's the team. Yeah, yeah, he had great. Yes, he, he had a great season there. I mean, and I, I know I'd, I'm just like, oh, is it that team you played for? Yeah. <laughs> but you think, do we even know him? But yeah, no, I mean, I've always seen his name floating around, mm. but it's only the past year or so that I've really seen him in the news more. Yeah, you start to look into it more, don't you? When you... And no, from his stats and stuff, he does look like a good player. So. <laughs> I'm happy. I mean, it, it replaces the void that Mikel Teta's now left. Yeah. I mean, I mean, is he that holding midfielder you think you need? Well, yeah, I think I think he can job. play that role really well, but he's not the only signing we need, is he? No. I mean, we did this. We did this last time with Czech. Brought Czech right away from Chelsea. Great deal. Everyone's like, yeah, oh, everyone oh, thinks everyone, he's gonna... everyone was surprised. Like, oh, Smeng has gone and got a you know. Yeah. It kind of hypes you up for a big transfer window. And then all of a sudden, quiet. It just stops them. It's... And. Like, it's, it's a typical Arsenal signing. It's he's quite a young player. He's yeah. adaptable. Um, and it's just it's a bit. If it was a bit more like the, the Sanchez Nozel deal, it's a big deal at the start or whatever. I know it was always towards the end, but just feels like that's the, the main bit of transfer business for Arsenal. All in all, though, as a Gunners fan, I'm happy with this. Yep, I'm not. I can't. Start, I can't complain. I think just now it needs a bit more. My only advice, Mr. Wenger, will be continue this. Yep, okay. Right, so now we're going to move on to um, just, I mean, because um, this is mainly a Premier League focused channel, I'd say, like, but obviously we're talking about other football, other leagues as well, but we're heavily going to depth on the Premier League as, you know, you'll learn, you know, you'll come to know. Yeah. Uh, so what we're going to do now is talk about, not all of them, but a few Premier League clubs, a few standout ones, okay. and uh, talk about transfer rumours a lot with them. So, Pete, is there any team in particular you were itching to talk about from the Premier League? Right, um, I'd like to talk about Chelsea, actually. All right then. Um, so, so obviously we know after this season, it hasn't been the best seasons for them. I just wondered what your thoughts were on what they need to do to get back up in the Champions League and what players they might need to sign. Well, what position? Starters, they've got a new manager in Kante, which is great. Yep. Now, in terms of what players we need to bring into Stamford Bridge to ensure they can have a title winning side, mm. uh, well, they haven't got Champions League football. Yep. Uh, same as Man United in many ways with that. True, yep. So, I think what first and foremost, they need to sign a new defender, because although John Terry, I think John Terry has agreed another year, hasn't he? Uh, I believe so, yeah, another one year deal. Exactly, it's another one year. Um, we need a world-class defender at Chelsea, we do. Mm. Uh, you need a world-class defender. Um, yeah. I, 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 that's what any title-winning side needs, a world-class defender. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, as as in terms of who they'd go for, I don't really know. Mm. But, just, I mean... Look, Chelsea's biggest weakness is at the back. Yeah. I also think a controversial, you know, comment maybe, but I also think they need to offload Hazard because, mm. I mean, to be honest, I was quite insulted as a football fan when I saw Hazard starting to perform at the end of the season. It's like when you beat Tottenham at the end of the season. It's quite insulting mm. as a football fan. It feels a bit... Why do your players try then? Why yeah. did Hazard try then? It really annoys me. And he's overrated. People are starting to realise that now. However, it's not got to the point of people going, oh, he's so overrated, he's now not worth that much. He's still worth loads. Yeah. So while he's still worth, and I, and I put very loosely in commas, loads, yeah. get rid of him to Real Madrid or someone, you know? I mean, not to say, Real Madrid, will, not to say Real Madrid will buy him, no. but PSG will definitely That'll buy him. Me. If you transfer this to him, there's going to be a lot of money thrown around to get him. And yeah. I don't think I, I think he's sick of Chelsea life. I I don't even think the board of Chelsea particularly love him, and the fans aren't in love with him. It seems it. He was more of a he had, he had a, an all right first season. I think was it last season or season before? He had a brilliant season. Yeah, season before. Season it was. before was a brilliant season. Um, he needs to go. He looked yeah. It's just he, he looked like that type of player. He looked like a world class player at the end of last season. But just as you said, it's the 
this season has been nothing. I know. Compared to last season, it's all right. So, well, so now on to, on to another team. I'm going to ask you about Pete, and this is a really team I want to talk about for a while. West Ham. All right. So next season, it's, it's only looking up into. They got the Olympic Stadium. Yep. They're pushing Champions League football. Yep. Who they're going to get to make that possible? Well, for a start, as a West Ham fan, like I say, it looks very exciting. But um, from reports I've read, they've put bids in everywhere. From what I can tell, mm. they bid for um, Lacazette. From Leon. Oh, what a great deal that would be. I've heard that's about a £30 million bid. They've had rejected, actually. Hmm. Um, I can see why they've rejected it, because he is a really class player. Back as a, he's not only proved it for one season. I'll tell you, he he's looks been like... T- consistently great for the past couple of years. He seasons. looks like a Premier League player as well, doesn't he? Yeah, I could easily see him fit in a team like West Ham. I mean, the, main sort of the only thing point. I'd say is, it might be a bit risky, because he reminds me of Benteke a lot. Yeah. Where he's a big, dominant, powerful, fast, strong, seems to have it all as a striker. Yeah. However, Venteke, when he left Aston Villa, mm. didn't show that much at his clubs to follow. No. Now, I mean, Benteke does have that quality there. <clears throat> I believe yeah. he can be a good player. It's just maybe Liverpool's not the right team for him at the moment. Okay, well, a couple more clubs and then we'll move on to the next uh, segment. I don't, know my, I don't know why my voice decided to go there, but yeah. it did. Yeah. All right, then. So... Um, I'll talk about this because Pete might cry. I'll talk about Sunderland. I want to talk about them. Okay. Sunderland, Sunderland. I'm going to talk about what deals and transfers they need to make happen in order to not make relegation a constant thing, the fighting to avoid every season. So, let's be realistic. With a club like Sunderland, when you sign pen to paper there to play for him, you know you're probably going to have a very... A very difficult season. You know you're going to be fighting. That's the Now, what players can Sunderland sign to ensure survival of the Premier League for seasons to come? I think they need to sign a holding midfielder which can dictate the play. Someone that can sit back. Yeah. Just someone like we've just signed. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Arteta was a free agent, they could have gone for him. But, yeah. I mean, to be fair, Arteta's legs were going out, so maybe that wouldn't have been the best decision. But... No. Someone that can run, you know, someone that can really dictate the play. And and uh, you've got to be realistic with clubs like this. You can't say someone amazing, can you? No. But not to say I'm going to say anyone bad, but they do need to shop around for someone, I think. The thing about Sunderland is when you look at them and you look at the end of the season when they're fighting to get out of relegation, they can play well, they can play as a good team. Yeah, they can. I just think if they could carry that momentum into the start of the season, or just it's, the whole season. It's almost embedded into them, though, isn't it? That, oh, we're going to fight for survival again this season. Like It's almost yeah. like they want to. Yeah. But they've got that sort of core to build on, I feel, yeah. from the end of the season. I just feel if they could add maybe a couple more creative players, someone at the back maybe. Well, the back's a shamble, that club. Yeah, I'd maybe add one or two defenders for them. But it's... It, I, expect, I mean, do you expect a busy summer from them? I do, yes. I mean, big Sam. Right. Right. So... He's been asking for a big war chest, so you could easily see him spending maybe 20, 30 million, maybe more than that, I think. Yeah, but true. Alright then, so uh, moving on to one more Premier League club, uh, Pete. Anyone you want to talk about? Just the last one, then we'll be on to the next bit. Um, I'd say one more, maybe. Liverpool. Liverpool, okay. Yes, I'd like to talk about Liverpool. Similar West Ham, so finished just behind them. Um, yeah. By two points, I believe, was it? Uh, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, it was two close. points. It yeah. was two points. Um, right, uh, it's the same as West Ham. They're fighting for a top four spot. I believe yep. they're more likely to get it due to the manager yep. and due to the belief that Morella have there. But it comes to a question of what signings do you make? I mean, there have been talk of Gertz, aren't they, from 
Yeah, I think I think that aiming for the right area is there. I don't think the defence is that bad. I think the defence is fine. No, I think they could do maybe one. Yeah, uh, midfield, mid- midfield's is consistent. Uh, it's yeah. okay, isn't it? Mm. I think their their main problem is a striker, isn't it? Yeah, I mean but, they've got they've got a variety of strikers, but I just don't think they've got the right one. But it's not working, and no. let's bear in mind this is the first summer that Klopp's going to have his type of players in. Yeah. Now I, th- I I strongly think Klopp's going to go for Gundogan. I strongly think he will. Do you think he will? Oh, I, I, I can, I can, I can, I can really see him fitting in there. Yep. I mean, but the, you know, not to say it's not going to be any competition, but no. if he was to come out at a press conference in Germany and say I want to leave, yep. I think he would go to Liverpool just purely for that Klopp connection. You reckon he would? Yeah, yeah, I really do. All right, so that is the uh, transfers from some of the Premier League clubs. All right, Pete, um, do you want to talk about a bit of Euros then? Go on then. So I know it's I know it's all fresh right now. We've got a got a got a little bit of time for it starts, but England game tomorrow. They're uh, facing Australia at seven forty-five. First of all, Pete, I'll ask you, what do you think of the England selection, and uh, where can you know what can you see for England at Euros at this early stage? I think it's bright this year. I mean, they've shown so far. I think it was during the qualifying games. I think they won all ten games. Um, I think one of the most recent performances against Turkey. They won two one. I didn't actually see the match myself, but I never do watch. I never do watch these European friendlies. I mean, no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch that tomorrow. I'm gonna be honest with you. No, but um, for the actual tournament itself, I mean, it's it's, it's hard to say because you can never really tell sort of which teams are gonna shine and which are not yours. Who do, who, do you, who do you call for winning it at this early stage? Obviously, it's it's very like I don't know, but I, it's I guess tricky. I mean, one likely choice is to go for someone like Germany or something, but. I could easily see France winning. Oh, I was going to say France this year. Well, being as it's, it's at you know it's their home ground as well. I mean, yeah, I think they have the right players coming into class at the right time. It's like players like Pogba and yeah, and or and then obviously it's second of June. We play Portugal again, another friendly. Yeah. Again, it's the same. You know, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a nice outing for the boys, isn't it? But um, mm. I'm not gonna watch it. No. Uh, yeah, it's just. I mean. What would you say about the England team? Would you say they do have a chance of winning, or well, I, I, I think in international football, every team has a chance of winning it. They do, um, but I think with England, we've got the players to win it. Mm. But would you say Roy Hodgson is the right person to take them to the final and win it? Uh, I think there's better managers mm. on the international stage that are more fitted to a, an England team. Yep. I think there's many worse though. He's not he's not terrible, but he's not great, is he? No. But I think he does have the ability in him to get England to the final of a major competition. Yeah. Uh, but I mean he he has shown he can be consistent in qualifying games, but Yeah. Obviously yeah. qualifying games can be a lot different to the tournament itself. You've got games on a well weekly basis, haven't you? And very close to each other, so I'm behind him I'd say. I'd like to think he can do it, but uh, see, <laughs> England's past tournaments have never been yeah. what they've always been expected to be. So that is Euro talk. Okay, so I forgot to say actually after the transfer thing, I'll talk to people. We've got a little transfer mini game. Oh yeah. I uh, know it's starting it. <laughs> so right, the story, the origin of the transfer mini game. I don't. I, I haven't got a name for it yet. So it's called the transfer mini game. Okay. I was at work today. I wash passes. It's fun. I was washing parts. <laughs> And I was, you know, it's boring to sometimes. I was just standing there, kind of in like autopilot, really, to do my parts. And then um, oh, yeah. I, was, I, I was thinking, because obviously we were late recording the football feature this week, and I was like, right, I want to record today. Yeah. 
But I was like, right, what can we talk about this week? I was like, oh. I was like it's a bit boring just talking. You've got to be a bit silly sometimes, aren't you? I was like, yeah, what's mix up a bit. I was like, what segments can we do? And then it suddenly dawned to me. I was like, oh, this would be good. So I, what I did is I... Because I, I wash up with gloves on. So I took my gloves off. I went went to my phone, which I keep in like a little, like... I just keep on the side, like, like, like a little pop. Yeah. And uh, you're allowed to use use your phones in my workplace. Yeah. As long as you're not on it all the time, obviously. As long as you don't take advantage of that courtesy. Yeah, imagine. So, uh, yeah, I went on it and I uh, <laughs> went to my little notepad. <laughs> quickly wrote down, I was like, oh, we could do this, we could do that, we do that. Yeah. So, yeah, I got that. And then uh, it's funny because, um, obviously, I was, I, was, I was a bit hyped up and I was a bit happy. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm in a happy, all these ideas in happy mood now. And um, <laughs> someone came in and they were like, oh, uh, do you know where my boss is? And I was just like... Because I was in a happy mood, I wasn't really paying attention to him, so I just went, oh, yeah, 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 in the restaurant, try the restaurant. And he, like, I said it really quick, because normally I talk really quick, but at work I talk a lot slower, because I'm, probably because I'm bored, but I talk a lot slower and clearer, because you're in your workplace, and, you know, they've got to understand you first time and whatnot. So I said it really quick, and he was just like, honest face, you can tell his computer's up, what? I was, and then... <laughs> Just looking at you, Again, like, I just what's said, going on? I just said something really quick, I was like, oh, try, 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 try the restaurant, try the bar. So yeah. yeah, that happened, and then um, uh, the bartender came in to put some food, but to put some food away or something. I, I slapped his belly. I don't know why. I just I was really happy. I just went bum well, his belly. Straight on his belly. Eh? I was dead happy. So yeah, that's well. that's the origins of this little mini game. Right. It's great. So I'll, 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 it. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 there's no real rules to it, but yeah. the concept is, is I got the laptop right here in front of me. Yeah. What I've done is I've put the names of every Premier League club in a randomizer. Oh, wow, cool. Uh, and I put in um top clubs from or European leagues. So we got in Syria, uh Liga, um BBVA, BBVA, Bundesliga, uh the major leagues basically. Yeah. Um we got teams in from there in a randomizer. Okay. I'm going to press the random choice so I'll press it now to show Pete. Right. Arsenal come up. Yeah. So what I'll do is um I'll go right Pete. What I'm going to do is I'm going to press the button and it'll come up with, let's say it comes up with Arsenal. Okay. Pete's got to then talk about how they can improve next season. Right. So for Arsenal, you'd say blah, 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 make a few signings, believe yep. in themselves, whatever. And we'll do that five times and just, you know, just a bit of fun because it push it on your toes, doesn't it? There's no yeah. preparation there. Makes so it up a bit and keeps it fresh. After a sip of Mountain Dew, I'm going to do that. Right. Go for it. Mmm. Is that refreshing? It was all right, actually, yeah. <laughs> right. I tell you what, I was going to say we'll do it five times, but we'll do it four times because then we, we can answer two each. So okay. we'll start off with you, Pete. Go for it. Randomizer, right? Okay. Right. Do you understand the the concept, Pete? Yep. Go ahead. Are you nervous? I can I, I can see it in your eyes. You look a bit nervous. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right then. So open myself up for it. Bayern. Bayern Munich. Munich. Pete, tell wow. me about Bayern Munich. Well, I mean, what I started by the rents they transfer market. I mean, you could argue there's not really much needed to add there. They've signed. Um, I think it's Sanchez from uh, Benfica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't remember his name. It's like a little youngster, but um, yeah, he was linked to quite a few clubs. I mean, he's got a lot of potential. I can't see him being a main star. The ultimate question, Pete, though, is how can you see improvement next season? I mean, bear in mind they got knocked right. out the Champions League. Yeah, I mean, there's um, there's some improvement gaps right there. That's true. I mean, how can they improve? Gone. It's it's hard to say with Bayern, but I think you could argue they need that world class player there, that one man to call upon. Um, Any names floating around? Well, when you think about world class players, how many really standout ones are there? Especially at a good price as well. But um, Bayern have got a lot of pulling power, though. They have, yeah, yeah. But um, they would need someone like Bale, I think, in a team like that. Really? So I reckon so. I mean, Robin's getting older now. 
I do agree. I think we need a new winger. I mean, I think Douglas Costa had a terrific start yeah. to us. But he's, he's young. a great prospect. We, we need could, someone from we, now. We need someone who's been world-class for three or four years now. If it's, go, if it's gone and win the Champions League, I think we do need that start, man. I mean, Madrid's got Bale and... Madrid haven't got Bale. Madrid have got Ronaldo. Bale's not the start. Oh, yeah, Ronaldo. Star. Ronaldo, yeah, yeah. I'm getting confused, yeah. Obviously, Madrid's got um, Ronaldo, yeah. Um, have they? Have they really won? They do. <laughs> All right, okay. All right, so we'll, we'll do me now, right? Uh, Randomizer, go. Aston Villa, I've got to talk about. That's fun. All right, Aston Villa. Relegated side, ways I can improve next season would be to... Well, I've started to sack the manager, haven't they? Yeah. Oh, they've been brought out, they've been brought, haven't they, recently? The club's been yeah, brought. Yeah, they've brought out, oh. Right, so that's something. So I'd say what they can do is um, appoint an established manager who knows what it's like to fight, get you know, get down, get you know, get, get his hands dirty, fight. They need someone that can bounce them back up straight away. They need to sign some key players to survive in the championship. Because I think Aston Villa are a very vulnerable team, which are in the position where if they don't make the right signings, they could do a wig and they go right back down. So easily done. So, yeah, I mean, in terms of names to sign to, uh, you know, solidify coming back up to the Premiership. Oh, it's, it's tough. Um, again, same with, same with Sunderland, hold, uh, holding midfielder. Someone that can really dictate that play, but in the, in the league like championship, you you need a world you well, not world class, but you need a very good striker. I think. Yeah. Well, what kind of manager would you sign for them? Preston yeah. Villa. Mm. Someone's had experience before with lower ranked teams. Oh, I mean, Nigel Pearson. Why don't you, so, why don't you sign Sam Allardyce? Oh wait, you can't. But, yeah, that Nigel Pearson is a great shout straight away for the Aston Villa job. Yeah. They need. They need someone, don't they? They need someone with experience. Don't just get... Don't, don't, you can't risk an, a youngster that's no. someone fresh and seen. You can't risk that because you're going to go straight back down, I'm telling you, Villa fans. Mm. All right, so that's that. Right, Pete, you have got Chelsea. Chelsea. Talked about them before, didn't we? Um, we did. Yeah, I mean, obviously the first priority is to get back into the Champions League. Um, I think Antonio... Is it Antonio Conte? Yeah. I always right. get confused with that name. Yeah, Antonio Conte. I reckon he's the man to do it. He's proven he's a winner at Juventus. Um, and yeah, I mean, in terms of signings for them, <coughs> I think they do need something of a holding midfielder, like you say. Um, yeah, I mean, something of a defender as well. I think that'd be a. I'm not really sure who they would be able to sign in terms of defenders that are world class, but. Tough, isn't it? Yeah, I mean. Oh, Marquinhos. Marquinhos, yeah. That's a good one. He's an upcoming defender, so. Yeah, it's hard to say really. Mm, okay, well, like it's been a bit. It's been a bit boring for randomised. We're just keep getting Premier League teams Pretty now. Much, yeah. I know the flood of the Premier League teams, but we have got other teams. Yeah. Right, so the last one for me. Oh bloody hell! <laughs> it's it's Arsenal. Um, <laughs> all right, so Arsenal. What do Arsenal need to do to? Well, we need to win the Premier League. Exactly. Our our aim shouldn't be Champions League football. That's the. I mean, not to discredit them, but that should be the aim of the club, like West Ham, Southampton, etc., etc. Yeah. Our aim is winning that title. It's not second. It's not third. It's winning that title. Yeah. For starters, Arsene Wenger doesn't need to go. Arsene Wenger is a world class manager, in my opinion. He needs to stay. He is Arsenal. He lives and breathes Arsenal. It mm. it had the same effect if you know, like when Man United got rid of Ferguson, because he meant so much to that club. They really, really are struggling to get that mould back together. Yep. So, with Arsenal, we keep Wenger, first and foremost, and those rumours. Mm. There's always going to be critics of Wenger. This is yep. something to get used to. So, 
How long would you keep him for, though? I mean, he's got... Was it until until he wants to go. Until Wenger decides it's time to go. That's when he goes, in my opinion. That's yeah. the respect we owe him. I mean, he's done so much since he took over in 96. He's done so much yeah. for us. But anyway, in terms of how we get to that top spot, we signed someone like Karrion Benzema, who is reportedly always unhappy at Real Madrid. Why don't we go for the Frenchman and sign him? Griezmann, you know, um, Lewandowski. And this isn't even exaggerating. We can get these players. Arsenal is a prestigious club with a lot of history and a lot of financial backing. We can get these players if we throw enough cash at the problem. And not only are we doing a world-class striker, we need a world-class winger, I think. Alexis Sanchez is great. He's a great, great, great winger. But we need someone else. Theo Walcott cannot do the job anymore. No. And he's, he's always reported to go. And I think he will go this summer to West Ham. Yeah. So we need Sanchez on the left, Benzema in the middle, and on the right. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's a tough one because wingers, I uh, mean, someone like Hulk. Can you imagine Hulk? Hulk would be great. Hulk would be brilliant at Arsenal, I think. strong, would be great for the Premier League. But yeah, that's what we need. We need two or three world-class, and I mean really, really big shocker names to join the club. Mm-hmm. We need that. But there you go, I think you just listed the problem right there. I mean, how much will all that cost? And would A lot of money, but... To... I mean, one thing I haven't also mentioned is... And this is what got Leicester City to win the title. Belief. We haven't got the belief we can win the title. No. It's... I think you do need someone in that team that can motivate them, push them forward, keep them... Yeah. I mean... All right, then. Well, that was the mini-game. That was really good. I think we should win an award for that. Brilliant. Yeah, just waiting until someone robs it. I'll be unhappy, I'll cry. Okay, that's another thing as well. Um, I don't know why I thought this, but it's sad to say, fans of the football feature, we got no questions. No questions no. to answer this week. I sat up at night thinking about this. It really upset me. I can imagine. It's, no one. It's devastating, isn't no it? No one left a comment. No one. No one. I've gained followers on Twitter, and I, re- I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. But no when, when I look at the people that have followed me, they're businesses. And yeah. I'm just like, right, you bastard. You're using me. Mm. And I don't know. I just don't know anymore. It's depressing. We just need the love and support of you. That's what we need. This time we need. <laughs> Alright. Another segment. It's it's great. Another segment now. So we got it, right. I I tell you a little story actually about me and Pete. <laughs> so we went to the same school. We left school. Uh, what year did we leave school? Was it 2012? 2012, I believe, yeah. We left school, mm. 17 and 18, whatever, I can't remember what, how old I was, I might have been 17. I, think I, was, I, was, I was 15 when I left. That's crazy, I can't believe So, so yeah. we would have been 16 then, you would have been 15 then. Okay, so I was 16. Four years ago, wow. Now, after school ended, we both attended the same college for a year. We didn't do the same course, he did IT, I did travel and tourism. Yep. We did that for a year, we, we still saw each other outside of it and stuff. So we did that for a year. And uh, after that, we were both kind of at the the point in time where we didn't really know what to do. So we both joined a local training centre. And what that training centre did was, the goal of it was to um, make people, well not make, but uh, try and help people aged 16 to 19, it might have been, something like that, to uh, be more work-like, employable. Yeah, yeah, that's it. There we go. So you're more equipped for the work world, and you'd apply for jobs there, you'd, you'd go on work, seg- uh, work placements, you know, you just do that kind of thing. It, you know, it was fun. So we did that for about a year and a half. And while we were there, one thing we learned was how to, um, well, try to learn, was how to control the classroom, basically, and uh, do your own presentations, do, do your own, like, PowerPoint presentations, uh, do a survey, uh, do that kind of thing. Okay. And... Um, 
what one thing I learned there was icebreakers. And I can't remember who it was now, but one tutor there had an icebreaker, and essentially what what it was was that um, you'd 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 sit in a group of circle or whatever, and you look at the person next to you and you talk to them and you get a piece of paper, and you'd learn three things about the other individual. Now, okay, I've met Bill, right? Bill tell we talk. We, I talked to Bill a bit, and it's clever because when I talk to Bill, uh, that uh, gets me out. I guess confidence in me, doesn't it? It gets me out of my shell. Yeah. You talk to Bill and whatever. You learn Bill likes football. You learn who supports Chelsea. Blah 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 blah. He likes to ride motorbikes. I don't care. Yep. Uh, you write down three things about Bill. So you could write down he's seventeen. He likes Chelsea. Uh, you write down two truths and one of them's a lie. And what you do is you read out to the classroom. So you go. So for example, in this scenario, I could go right. Bill's seventeen. That's true. Mm. Bill supports Chelsea. That's true. And I could go. Uh, Bill's going to France next year. He he's not going to France. So I'll read that, and then the class got to guess which is the lie. Right. Okay. And it's basically that concept, but with football. So to that tutor that gave me the idea, cheers, mate. Robbed it. Right. Yeah. Brilliant. That's well good. So in preparation for the podcast, I wrote down three footballing. Articles or reports or headlines, whatever. Mm-hmm. One of them's a lie. Pete's got to guess the lie, and what we're going to do is, if Pete guesses right or wrong, doesn't really matter. It's only a game. Um, we will talk about the lie and whether it's true or not, and you know, would that be a good thing? So, after a swig of Mountain Dew Citrus Blast, we're going to go into it, aren't we, Pete? Sorted, yeah. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more of a Chinese now after work. Oh, really? I know. Yeah. Oh. Can't wait. Going to watch Breaking Bad as well. I'm on season four. Oh, it's good, that is. It's good now. Yeah, I've done so far. <clears throat> and, I compl- and for those that care, I completed The Walking Dead. I tweeted about it the other day, the um, first oh. season. But the second season was free on PlayStation Plus, which I added to my cart. However, my PlayStation Plus expired. If I go onto my games, like my library of games, it is there. However, I can't access it because I haven't got PlayStation Plus membership at the moment. So I don't know if I renew it, I'll be able to download it again or not. Hopefully I can, because it's, yeah. tw- it's like 20 quid, you know, if you don't Pretty have much. it. So... It is a brilliant game, though. So. Oh, it's so good. If you haven't played it, they're sponsoring this podcast, so play it. They're, they're, they're not, they're not, they're not. I wish they were. Ooh, sexy. Lovely. Right. <laughs> okay, so, <clears throat> are you ready? Here I'm ready. The, here are the three um, headlines or whatever. Okay, so, <clears throat> first one, ready? Go for it. Sol Campbell claims England need Wayne Rooney. That's the first. Okay. Did you hear them understand that? Yep. Number two. Arsenal keeper Chesney hires X Factor singer to perform at his wedding. Okay. Number three. Reports claim that Pedro this week says he regrets joining Chelsea this past season and is open to a return with my Pep Guardiola at Manchester City. That's the third. Okay. So, I'm not sure if you need a minute or not, but uh, one of them is bullshit. Which one is bullshit, Pete? For some reason, I can I can see the Chesney one being real. Can you? Yeah. Can you? Can you? It I'm might be that type of person just to go and do that. Okay. Um, and it would be a bit of a random one for you to make up. Hey, I'm a random guy. Yeah. <laughs> you are certainly one if you can make that up. Uh, it's hard to say. Uh, Sol Campbell. Mm. I've got to go with the last one. I think that's a lie. You got to go with what? I think the last one's a lie. I don't think Pedro would say you regret Chelsea. Uh, joining Chelsea. How confident are you? Eighty uh, percent sure. Well, you're not that sure, are I'm you? Not, I'm not. They're, they're all. Be- sure, they're all believable, aren't they? They are. I've got to go for the last one. Tell you Pedro what. Tell you what, Pete. That is the bullshit. 
dun, dun, dun. It's like a, it's like a, you know, what's it called? It almost be in there, like you go, oh, 50 feet. Oh, the, the oh. tense music. Oh, we should do that. We should have, a, we should oh. have like a little buzzer or something. See, like when we get, when we get, <laughs> a little bit. when we get more money in this, we're going to have to start recording it and see our faces, see our handsome faces. And then exactly. little buzzers, little guests. I mean, Liam was almost a guest this week. So, that'd be great. We, yeah, need, to him, we, need, we need to get him on the show. Talking about Van Gogh. Yeah, talk about our raisin head. Yep. <laughs> right, so, that's, you say that's a lie, right? Yeah, that's got to be a lie. You're correct, that is a lie. I thought it would be, I knew I was right. That's, that's believable, isn't it? That is quite believable. I, I came up with that earlier, and I was yeah. like, oh, Petra could do that. Mm. I, right, so, I don't know, let's discuss the lie then. Do you think that? Do you think that? You know, could you see that happening? Could you yeah, see him returning? You could see that. Mm, you is, could... is he a city player? Oh, I just don't see him fitting into the squad straight away. Nasty, aren't they? Yeah, it's just. I mean, who have they got? They got Sterling, Navas. I mean, he could easily be ahead of those two, but I just think Guardiola wants his own path to players. First of all, he won't. I think you're right, to be honest. I can't see him going for someone like Pedro. I mean, as well, you've got Conte coming to Chelsea. I mean, he could easily be the start for Chelsea, the star man again there, so. I, I just don't see him. Why would he want to make the switch? He wouldn't. It, that's why it's a lie, mate. Mm. I just, I completely lied. I, I fooled you all on a football feature. Mm. Alright then, so. Let's go on to some more football news. Okay. okay. Oh, someone's phone's gone off. Let's see what's on the list. I've got, let's see, I've got a little list here. Is it Peter anything you want to discuss? I'm going to ask, put a topic straight to you, mate. Oh. Anything we haven't discussed this week. Uh, I mean, bear in mind, this is kind of, this has been largely dominated by transfers this week, hasn't it? Yep. But is there is there anything you think we haven't discussed which should be discussed? Um, I mean, we've got the obviously the two. Well, there's only two promoted sides at the moment. We've got the third one to be announced. Oh, we have. Yeah, we didn't uh, talk about the playoffs, have we? No, yeah. I mean, we've got the playoff fine. I think this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. Well, the Champions League on Saturday as well. So you know, a um, the Champions League's actually um, streamed on YouTube. Is it? Yeah, a little thing came up for me earlier on PlayStation Four saying um, it's on BT's official YouTube channel. It's like a live stream of the Champions League oh, final. Right. So wow. I know. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, for those you'll be at work there, weren't you, during that? Well, what time is it? I think it's Saturday evening, around well, the 7. Bollocks. I'm not quite sure. I am at evening. Yeah. I, I am at evening. <laughs> no, I am at work You're working, in the so. evening. Ah, a bit of a shame. Mm-mm, that's annoying, oh, for God's sake. Yep. Um, also, oh, something was happening. Oh, yeah, Bank Holiday Monday, so mm-hmm. I'll be getting double pay for that. So Sweet. it's not too bad. Mm. All right, then, well... There isn't an awful lot more to talk about in terms of football this week, is there? Mm, but yeah, did you want to talk about the private sides or? Yeah, I can't wait. I, I, mean, I love I love talk about Middlesbrough. Um, who's in the playoff fight? Sheffield Wednesday and Hull City. Yeah, and then it's Burnley the one, isn't it? Burnley the one, yeah. All right, so how, what do you see for Middlesbrough next season? Ooh. I think they could do really good. You know, they've they got some good players. I, yeah. I I think they'll comfortably stay up. They could maybe do like a Watford, have a good start for the season, and then maybe sort of trickle off at the ends. Yeah, I mean, I'd say about 14th place, 15th yes. maybe, something like that. No. Be all right for them. If there was a side I had to guess which would go right back down, I'd probably Burnley, to be honest with you. Yeah, they're more of a Norwich side, aren't they? They've got the, yeah. they've got the right to the championship, but I just don't think they might not have that quality for the Prem. They do play good football, and they are. They do fight for each game, but just it might not be enough unless they make the right signings. I mean, the transfer budget can't be that large, but... Well, no, it's not going to be large, but it'll be increased no. because of the Premier League football, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I just read here actually on um, 
Sports Day. Yeah, well, it's a BBC provider, I should say. Uh, mm. Storage has missed England training. I didn't know that. Oh, no. Uh, it's scary. Well, I'll say it's scary, but we've got Vardy and we've got Kane up front, and they both scored recently, actually, didn't they? They did. But, yes. no, you know, that, that doesn't necessarily mean we don't need to play like storage. I mean, storage is fantastic on his day, but that's the issue with him, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, oh, that's really cool. Um, on the, the BBC thingy, oh, wow. you can pick your own starting 11. So, are these, a start, are these a starting 11 that have... Yeah, these are with the um, starting players that are going to that. Okay, let's talk about them. So, okay. goalkeepers then, and we've got Fraser Foster, Joe Hart, and Tom Heaton. What are your thoughts on them? Good selection? Yeah, great. I mean, for me, there's only one man that's going to start for England during this competition. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Fraser Foster's a great, mm. uh, you know, uh, solid keeper to be called upon if needed, but just going to be Joe Hart. I mean, there's no joking about that. Yeah. Fullbacks, we've got, um, oh no, it's just put defence into one category. Let's talk about the fullbacks. And we've got Guile Walker, Danny Rose, uh, and Ryan Bertrand, and Nathaniel Klein. Let's mm. go for the right back slot. Who's going to be at right back, Pete? Ooh. Nathaniel Klein, I've got to say. Yeah, I've got to say um, Nathaniel Klein as well. Close between Kyle Walker and him, but I can see it going to Klein. I mean, he's Kyle, had a decent season. Kyle so. Walker tends to lose his cool quite a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, he can get a bit sort of angry. <laughs> yeah, a bit sort of angry. A bit sort of angry. Sometimes. I mean, you saw the final game of the season. Um, who were they against again? Uh, oh, Spurs against you, weren't they? I'm not, so no, yeah. I'm not talking about that. Was it the week before then, maybe? They played, they played Chelsea or something, didn't they? Someone, there was, was, a, there was yeah. a huge fight, wasn't there? That? Yeah, it was... Um, it was, it was very close to the end of the season. Because I, 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 I remember Kyle getting really angry somewhat. Yeah, he was on the touchdown. Oh. oh, did you see that tackle on him? Someone did. Yeah, no, that was oh. Mitrovic. Oh, that, that was disgusting. That, was that kid needs to learn. Yeah, he's got, a bit of a, he's got obviously a massive temper about him. But Seriously, <laughs> that could have broke his leg. I know. I mean, it was awful. Carl Walker could be sitting here doing the podcast right now in your shoe, in your massive black shoe yeah. you got on. He'd he have like a full leg cast yeah, on. Yeah, he Poor guy. Nasty. All right, then, so... Who do you see playing left back for England then in the Euros? Danny Rose. Or regularly, I should say. Danny Rose, I've got to be. It's got to be. Yeah, Danny Rose all the way. He's been. He's had a very consistent season. He's got. He, he's a very happy chap, and he's. Yep. <laughs> he's a solid player. I don't well, think there's hundred percent effort every game, honestly. So. I don't think there's much argument there. No. Centre back pairing then. Who do you see? Ooh, tricky one. Uh, I've got, got I, I've, many. I've got my two straight away. Mm. Chris Smalling's got to start for England. Yes. Regularly, I mean, he's he's had a fantastic season with Man United. Considering how much of a shambles their back line tends to be, yeah, he's really him and De Gea have he stood up. He, yeah, him and De Gea have really stood up this season. I mean, mm. De Gea has obviously been around. He's you know been here longer in terms of standing up and being the main man. But Chris Smalls really talked about Swift the neck this season and gone. You know, mm. he's, he's done well. Uh, good on him. So yeah, him different starting. In terms of his partner, John Stones has been very up and down this season. Mm. Bit scary seeing his name in the selection. Not really worth the forty million. You, you think Chelsea? Yeah, wants to pay but for when him? you look at the England, <laughs> you look at England's defence for Roy Hodgson. There isn't many great ones no, to choose great. from. I mean, luckily, if Chris Smalling hadn't had the season he had, mm. I'd be really bothered with this list right here. I'm looking at. Yeah. Gary Cahill as well. Always a solid choice for England. You know, you know, he has a job. So I reckon it'll be Chris Smalling and Gary Cahill starting together uh, as two centre back partners. What yeah. about you? Agree. I mean, yeah, I could easily see that happening. I mean, Chris I mean, Moore. the only one on that list we haven't mentioned is probably Brian Bertrand and Eric Dyer. We haven't really talked about them. But mm, the thing about Eric Dyer, he can play a holding midfield. So I mean, it'd be interesting if diverse, diverse player. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting if what Roy Hodgson wants to play. Right. Whatever. Now, midfield, uh, BBC have put up a. Four four two uh, formation here, so we'll go for right mid, left mid, centre mid, blah 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 blah. There's a lot of midfielders. Oh, cool. okay. Also, okay. So yep. in the midfield list, they've got Vardy and uh, Kane. So right. for the strikers, they just 
Okay, so that's what they've done. Oh, they, right. they haven't categorised strikers as separate ones. Mm. Alright then, so that's... Um, yeah, let's go for the midfielders. Let's go for the right mid first. So, okay. the right mid players here, I'd say, would be... Uh, Lalana, Sterling, Townsend. Yeah. I mean, all them I can see him playing more of 4 2 3 1. Yeah, I can too. I can. I think the formation is just, a, you know, just the first one that came yeah, up with the Yeah, like that's sort of basic one. But um, an interesting point, I mean, do you reckon Wayne Rooney could play in a midfield role? Mm, well, would, uh, if, he's, would, if he's directly behind. Do you reckon he'll well, be starting for England's? No, I don't think he will start for England. I think I think he'll be I think he'll be the sub you bring on the seventieth minute if you're losing kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because let's that's not deny Rooney's quality on the ball. Yeah, but he's that, England's top goal scorer. But it's just that, that, let's all agree on he's not as good as he once was. No. Let's let's all agree on that. So yeah. I think he's perfect for the guy that can come the on the seventieth minute. Yeah, because I mean every day of the week it's got to be. Kane and Vardy starting he's got to be come on there's no debate about that it yes. has to be yes. Sterling adding the uh, I think Sterling should start as well adding that depth to you know that that, that, that um, burst of pace yep. I think he needs to start as well mm. but yeah um, I mean Fabian Dell's been selected which a lot of people have got a bit you know a lot of people are happy with that one. well there's always a few yeah. in there but it is because Delft's hardly featured this season, and when he has, he's not looked great. So it's the same as Wilshire; he's been injured most of the season. Just... Oh, Wilshire's a pile of poo. <laughs> I don't like Wilshire. <laughs> he can be good on this day, but in yeah, terms but of being for England, I think it's a bit. His attitude's terrible. He's only good. He's only good when he can be asked to be good. It annoys me. Mm. I think I'm. I'm happy that Andrew Townsend's got chosen. I think he. He's. He's been one of the only few players Newcastle have had this season that I've actually tried the damn hardest to keep that club up and you can't carry a whole club at Newcastle on, on the shoulders can you mm. but he is that free kick he scored oh, he's, he's, he's had a good season yeah go for Townsend I'll pick Townsend and what's funny is his own the only reason I'm saying he's had a good season is from the point he joined Newcastle and that was in January so you know prior to that he was kind of forgotten about at Tottenham and stuff so you know he's had a good season uh, um, you know congratulations to Townsend Milner solid midfielder yeah. Drink water, kind of similar to Milner, where it's very solid, can yeah. add that so you know solidity, whatever we I need mean, for. If I to, if I had to pick a midfield, and let's say we were going off the four four two one, mm-hmm. I mean like, you could be saying I'm a bit biased there, but I'd probably pick Townsend on the right. Okay, I'd have Danny Drinkwater as a centre midfielder. Right, I'd have Deli Ali as the other centre midfielder. And then the left uh, midfielder, maybe someone like Alana. Like aren't that. you a bit bothered though with your two midfielders? That uh, I'm okay if you're left and you're right. But aren't you? Aren't you a bit bothered with midfielders that you haven't got an experienced guy right in the middle there? They're they're mm. both very young men that haven't had much international experience. Now maybe Rooney could do well there in the midfield, but there's a lot of running involved in that midfield, isn't there? Yep. But it's know. yeah, it's easy to say. But I mean, I reckon they'd do a great job. I know it'd be a bit of a risk, but. I mean, if I was Roy Hodgson, I'd, I'd be better to the risk. It's... Well, moving away from the uh, the Euros and everything, I've, I'm, I'm sorry about Ibrahimovic because he's, he's he's in my top three favourite players in the world, I'd say. I love Ibrahimovic. Mm. I mean, I'm just reading some um, sir, things now. He said he said the future is written. I made my choice a long time ago. I just had to push the button. Let's see what happens. Uh, I don't know, it's... I really want to join Premier League, even mm. if it is to a club at Man United, which obviously naturally are going to be rivals yeah. to a club like Arsenal. But it's something I want to see for years. 
I mean, I mean, if you read this here, he has scored 392 goals in 677 games, and last season he was the most prolific with 50 goals in 51 matches, a record of Paris Saint-Germain. His 80, his 80, his 80, his 38 league goals were also a club record. Mm-hmm. I approve my age as a number, he said. Everything is in your head. If I want to make it, I will do it. Yep. I really, <laughs> I mean, there's not much more to say, Famous but... words, but I was like, Come on, come on. <laughs> Interesting, nonetheless, but... I'll go for it. All right. We're coming up to the hour mark now. We've got about eight minutes left. So, I've just, uh, you know, got one more segment left. Okay. Of course, no podcast can be complete without the fuck, marry, and kill. Fuck, marry, and kill. So, I mean, I haven't actually said this yet, but yeah, so so we've got, we've got, the, we've got, we've got the mini game where I read free. I need to come up with names for these, don't I? But do, yeah. I've got the mini game where I'll come with free headlines to Pete, mm. and he says which one's bullshit, and we talk about the one that's bullshit. Yep. Uh, we've got the randomizers where we have four randomized clubs and we talk about that, mm-hmm. and then we have the fuck Mary and kill. Uh, so for this week, I've written them for Pete, but next week Pete's going to give me a fuck Mary kill scenario and he's going to give me the three headlines. So we're going to alternate between that. I mean, if we have a guest, we'll give the guest, we'll fire all at the guest, we'll give him all the games. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so we've got fuck Mary and kill now. I mean, that's great, isn't it? Yeah. All right, so let's do fuck Mary and kill. Pete, I've been thinking of these names all day for you. I was gonna say it's got a very certain interesting name there. Fuck Mary Kill. That's yeah. catchy. Fuck Mary Kill. That's Mary that's kill. the name of this segment, and that is staying. Right. <laughs> I'm interested to see what this game is. And the the unwritten rule of this bloody game is when we say the fuck Mary and kill, and I'll go right, Pete. You got Thierry Henry, for example. Mm-hmm. And if Pete chooses to have sex with Henri, that lovely man, Pete can't go, oh, if I have to, oh, I'll have sex with Henri. I don't want to, but I'll have sex with Henri. No, Pete, you've got to say, oh, I love the back of his weird-shaped head. I could I could touch his little olive skin. you got to say that. Right, you got to, weird. You've got to give me a reason why i got to fuck Henri. Okay. And you got to give me a reason why you fuck these players or these football-related people. you got to give me a goddamn reason, Pete. Yeah. You can't You can't just get out of this. Right. <laughs> and don't don't worry, I know I'm I know I'm putting you on the spot now, mate, but next week uh, next week I've got to fuck some player, so great. Alright, All right, Pete. Three three football individuals I've got for you this week, Pete. Oh. I'll write them down for you. Okay. Look away you look away you curly guy. Right. And gone football feature. I know it's unprofessional to talk on a podcast. Mm. But if you give me a minute, I'm almost done. Um, hang on, I'm thinking now. Right. Okay, Pete. Okay. Fuck, marry, and kill the following three men. You gotta choose. So, right. first man, Alan Pardew. Alan Pardew. Second man, John Carver. Third man, Mike Ashley. Fuck, marry. I love how these are all Newcastle. Fuck, marry, or kill. There's no choice in this now. The Newcastle Leon, that's it. Fuck, marry, or kill. Pete, give us your reasons. Go. Right, can't beat, remember, fuck, marry, or kill. I'll even write that down so you remember that. So, you remember so hold the on, you ones. want me to choose... Which one of them you want to bum in the arsehole? Right. Which one of them you want to wed and stay with for the rest of your life? And which one you want to put in a ditch somewhere? Come on, This Pete. is a, um, a hard predicament, considering I don't like any of those men. Now, Pete, we've had a debate about Alan Pardew before and how you should like him. But we won't go into that. If you want that, you can have to... His face the... just irritates me, Aaron Pardew. I felt really sorry for him. I would, when definitely was, wouldn't want to when, him. when he was dancing. I'd probably when, kill him before. When I he was dancing at the FA Cup final. That was pretty funny. It wasn't funny. I, I, was, like, I was like, yeah, party. That was amazing. Yeah, man, you Just won. to watch him turn around and see a goal go in. Everyone, took, everyone took the piss out of him. It was horrible. It was beautiful. Again, man. might not deserve to win, but, you know. Anyway, Pete. Um, go for it, mate. Holy shit. Oh. 
I mean, for the for the fuck, who do you who do you pick for that? That is ridiculous. Compete. I mean, I've got nothing nice to say about <laughs> any of them. <laughs> if I had to get it over with, it'd probably be John Carver, just based on the well, fact that well, I well, could not stand Alan Pardew well, you, you, and Mike Ashley. Well, it's probably really sway. So, <laughs> are you gonna fuck John Carver? If I if I had to get it over with quickly, yeah. <laughs> Aaron's for John Carver. Peter's fucking that John. That is still. No. Pete, I've what? never done that in a million years. If it was years. me, I'd, I'd fuck at Alan Pardew. Why? Why'd you fuck John Carver? Well, Alan Pardew would turn around, stare at you in the face, <laughs> and give you that cheeky smile. <laughs> no way am I doing that. Okay, right. Well, you got Marry and Kill left, Pete, with Alan Pardew and Mark Ashley. Right. So, look, it, it ends good somehow. You do get to kill one of them. Yeah. Okay. I mean,. Go for it. <laughs> right. It's, it's interesting now because if you kill Alan Pardew, you kill one of the men you hate, but you still got the club uh, filthy in terms of Mike Ashley in control. Mm-hmm. But if you you know if you, if you kill Mike if you kill Mike Ashley, that means you're gonna marry Alan Pardew. <laughs> this no. is this is a good choice. Pete. I don't like this. I mean, John Carter would have been fucked. He's he's been given his changes. He's, he's gone home. Shit. So Pete, who who are you marrying? Kill him. Uh, well, Mike Ashley is a billionaire, so that would be bad to have. I'd be rich for life. Hey, Alan Parge has got a penny. He has. Um, probably due to the fact that I can't stand Mike Ashley, I'd probably kill him. Right, is that confirmed? But that's is... the thing then, because you don't know with You wouldn't want to marry Alan Parge because he just irritates me to fuck. Well, you got to think, if you were to marry Mike Ashley or Alan Parge, which one would be away from home more? You know what I mean? Right. Because, you know, there's always that you've got to consider. But at the end of the day, you're, you, know, you are married to him for life, mate. This is yeah. This is a ridiculous game, but hey, it's not. It's not a ridiculous game. <laughs> don't you don't you dare say it's about my game, Pete. This okay. is a football feature, professional. Oh, I haven't even mentioned a football feature setup. We got we got a green poker table, haven't we? Oh, yes. It's got holes in it and stuff. I'm just sat on this lovely sofa. So, yeah, if, well. if I could if I could say the football feature setup, it's it's my room <laughs> with a green shaky poker table I brought from a charity yep. shop with my laptop on. Uh, open bottle of Mountain Dew waiting to spill and a piece of paper with shoddy writing on it. But Brilliant. with all that being said, Pete, you're not you're not avoiding this. You're fucking John Carver. Who are you marrying and killing? Marry Mike Ashley and kill Alan Pardew. Just based on the fact that Mike Ashley has a ton of There you have it, so. folks. There you have it. Pete's fucking yeah. Mar- uh, Pete's fucking John Carver. He's ma- he's marrying Alan pa- No, no, he's marrying Mike Ashley and he's killing Pardew. He mm. hates him that much. I can't wait to do this game for you next week. Well, you you got a whole week now to think of. Yep. That's the point, Pete. The, we're coming up to the hour mark now. We've got pretty much two minutes left. Who? Who? What? When are we recording the next episode, Pete? Because you, you lied to the football feature fans. You said Saturday or Sunday. I then, did. And then, but you, then I went and broke my you, whole you, sel- you selfishly chucked yourself over a football. Yes. Yeah, it was done during football. I didn't say that. It was. We went out to play football. The football feature lads got out to play football. Yeah, we're actually out and about. It was great. And then Pete selfishly went, I don't want to, I don't want to recall football feature today. <laughs> Just tripped completely tripped over completely. the ball and then hurt my ankle. And then we were all laughing at him. We were like, why hasn't Pete moved it? Yeah. And then it turned out, yeah. Yeah. I was bad, in A&E. Bad times. Most of the night. And uh, Don't worry, fun. I'm sure I'll get loads of tweets and I'll hope Pete's better soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so... That's about it, isn't it? I think we're about there. It's been a nice, been a nice hour. Yeah, I mean, on Thursday. When are we recording the next one? Like so. Oh, I didn't say. Um, 
Well, I'd be tempted to go for Sunday because that would be the Champions League would be on the Saturday night. Plus, we'd have the oh yeah, true. Yeah, we'd have quite a few football games on the Saturday. Well, All right, how about say, yeah Sunday afternoon then sometime? Okay. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Sunday afternoon, the next football future's coming in place. So, so this has been. Try and keep, we'll try and keep it to a Sunday if we can. How dare you interrupt the outro of this podcast? So this has been Judd or Hmanatic. So give me a follow on Twitter. If you got any questions for next week? Please give me them because I want some questions. And who have I been doing this podcast with, Pete? It's Peter. It's Pete. It's Peter. Peter. It's Peter. Pete. It's, it's been. He's a great guy. Football future, Judd, Pete. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Hmanatic. So we've gone over the hour mark. One hour, fifteen seconds now. Crazy. Are you going to say bye to the fans? Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening.